Hi, I'm Jessica, and when I'm not drinking all the coffee, watching Razorback sports, or hanging out with my family of boys, it's my passion to help elementary music teachers just like you find your unique teaching style. My goal with this podcast is to share helpful tips, strategies, and to give you the motivation you need to gain momentum in your teaching so you can continue being the music teacher rock star you already are. Hey friends, welcome back to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. This is Jessica, and today you are listening to episode 78, and we are going to be talking all about how this is the most overwhelming time of the year and how to beat the stress. Now, you're probably already thinking to that song, it's the most wonderful time of the year, because it is. December's really fun, and there's so much going on that brings so much joy to our life, but on the flip side of that... When I listen to that song, this is going to make me sound like the Scrooge, but when I listen to that song, I also think, yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also the most overwhelming as well. So we are going to talk about that today, especially pertaining to the month of December and how you can beat that stress that you're feeling this time of year as a music teacher. So the first thing I want you to consider is that this time of year will be stressful, I mean, right, I'm stating the obvious here. But what I mean by that is when you go into it, just realizing that it's going to be stressful, that'll really help your mindset. Because sometimes what happens is you think back to a year ago, right? And you think back to maybe the performances you put on and all of the crazy busy things going on at your school during the month of December, but also at home. And you're thinking, okay, next year, I'm going to be a lot more prepared. It's not going to be as stressful. I'm going to get it all done. I'm going to prepare ahead of time. And then lo and behold, the next December comes right now, and it isn't. It isn't any better. It's still stressful. It's still overwhelming. So just realize that sometimes it's just out of your control. You know, sometimes there's things in our life and in your teacher life that are just kind of out of your control. And so this is one of those things that's out of your control. There are certain points in a school year that are pretty stressful. And I would say December, actually October, October through December are probably that time frame is probably one of the most stressful times for a music teacher. But especially pertaining to December, there's so much packed in to those few weeks before winter break. So just realizing that this time of year, like I said, it's going to be stressful will actually help with your mindset because not that I want you to feel stressed, but what I mean is just change your mindset. Instead of going to school and saying, man, I wish this could be better. I wish that this day wasn't so long. I wish the kids weren't so, you know, crazy in my classroom and squirrely. I wish that there weren't so many events being thrown my way. I wish that my choir wasn't being asked to sing last minute at this assembly. I wish, I wish, I wish, and on and on and on, right? So going with the mindset of instead of I wish my students weren't acting this way, just going, you know what, they're going to be more squirrely. What can I do in my classroom to help alleviate that problem? Maybe I shouldn't be having them sit still so long, or maybe I should vary up the activities, or maybe I should throw in a few more games or movement activities so they are not, you know, instead of, you know, it's back to that phrase, if you can't beat them, join them. So that's kind of what I'm getting at. If you cannot, if your students are maybe having a harder time sitting still, then plan around that then, you know, think about, rethink your lesson plans. If you feel like there's so many events going on, then, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but keep, keep track of your calendar. 
Mark down on your calendar all the things coming up through the school day, throughout that week or the next few weeks so you are able to keep track of it all. Now, with that said, there are going to be last minute things like I just mentioned earlier thrown your way where you feel like, okay, I have this whole calendar planned out and it's a last minute performance, you know, maybe they're bringing in a performance from whatever, your local orchestra, and that was last minute thrown at, thrown at you. Or last minute your principal asked you to get one class ready to sing for something. Sometimes those last minute things will come. But like I said, remembering this time of year is going to be stressful will really help you with your mindset. Number two is, I just mentioned the calendar, but that's the next thing I want to talk about is keep track of everything that needs to get done. Sometimes your stress It does come from school, but sometimes it also comes from your home life. And what I mean by that is, I'm not just talking about in general. I have other podcast episodes talking about how to alleviate stress in your home life when it comes to like housework and cooking and meal planning and all that. But this, what I mean by this is this time of year, you're ordering gifts, you're ordering gifts for a lot of people, probably. If you're a parent, you know, you're ordering gifts for your parents, for your siblings, for your friends, for good grief, everyone it feels like in the whole world. (laughs) So you're pretty much Santa in your home. So you're doing that, but you're also probably helping plan a holiday party, or maybe you're hosting Christmas at your house this year, or maybe you're traveling and you're trying to last minute plan out the details for traveling. Whatever Christmas in your life looks like, or winter holidays in your life looks like, it can get a little stressful. But you're also doing all the tasks at school as well. So write it down. For me, I am still old-fashioned when it comes to pen and paper. I love me a good old Google Doc, but I, you can ask my husband, (laughs) well, you don't know him, but I really do have notebooks pretty much all over my house. And I, but ironically, I know what's in each notebook. Like I have one that helps me with meal planning, one that's just like notes for the domestic musician stuff, one that is, you know, things that need to get done in my home life or whatever. Maybe you're not like that. And that's okay. Everybody's brains work differently. But write down what needs to get done. Maybe it's on a sticky note. Maybe it is a Google Doc. Maybe it's maybe you have a paper planner. Maybe it is like me and you like to keep lists. Whatever it is, be like Santa, make a list, check it twice, keep track of all the holiday to do things pertaining to school and home that need to get done. Something that it's going to make me sound like a big dork, but whatever, you know, I like to keep it real on this podcast is when I do get something done on my to do list, I like to cross it off. It's just something about just crossing it off the list that makes me feel really, you know, able to take a deep breath. But also on the calendar on my phone, I keep a Google calendar and keep it on my phone. Um, And I like to put things on the calendar of things I need to get done that day. And something about being able to delete that task off my calendar, it just makes me feel like, okay, I did it. It's done. Now, you may not be that intense. And that's okay, because I'm pretty intense when it comes to keeping track of things. But whatever it is, like I said, just keeping track of what needs to get done, writing it down digitally, on paper, it doesn't matter. Whatever works for you. Keep it on a calendar too. Like I said, it could be a paper calendar, calendar online, calendar on an app, it doesn't matter. But the other thing I want to say about keeping track of things is don't, you know, be afraid to delegate tasks. When it comes to programs, this is side note, but one thing I get asked a lot is about all the details of putting on a performance. In December especially, um, 
So what I want to say about delegating for that is you may have an artsy teacher in your school. It may not just be the art teacher. It could be. But I know for me, I used the librarian because she was very artsy and volunteered to help me a lot. But for a winter program, think about it. You could even have kids in even just one class make snowflakes. So delegate things that things like that, things that don't even pertain to music, part of music class, delegate and get done, but also at home as well. You can delegate home tasks when it comes to winter as well, okay? Number three, let things go like the song from Frozen. This is something I really want to mention because this time of year, one thing I feel like that brings a lot of stress is just everybody's stressed out. Everybody is just on edge and and I'm really, you know, sound really joyful right now talking about this, but I just want to be honest about it. It's easy to take offense to things other teachers say. Maybe the parents in your school are, you know, they're just, they're stressed out. So they're saying things to you and, oh, why did my son not get that solo part? Why did my daughter not get the speaking part? Why, 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 why? Everybody has all these opinions right now and it's easy to just take them personally and to, let that, you know, keep that burden on your shoulders. So what I want to say is to let it go. Okay. (laughs) That's easier said than done. I'm even talking to myself here. It's very hard to let things go that people say to you, but realizing, like I said earlier, acknowledging that this time of year is going to be more stressful. People are going to be more on edge. People are going to say things that hurt your feelings without even meaning to probably sometimes, but maybe they just, you know, what I like to do is when someone's, I've come a long way. I didn't used to be this way, but there's certain people in my life that if they say things to me that hurt my feelings, I like to process it and say, what maybe are they dealing with in their life right now that would make them react that way? And that really also helped me in my teacher life because there's always teachers that just come at you and you're like, whoa, what's going on? (laughs) So just listen to what they're saying, but take it with a grain of salt. And on top of that, realize maybe something else is going on. Maybe they're just stressed out too. So they're just kind of overreacting. Also with your students, we talked about that a minute ago. But when you realize that, like I said, they're going to be a lot more wiggly. They're going to be a lot more, I don't know, just the holiday spirit. You know, they got a lot of spirit in them right now. And so realizing that they're going to be a lot more that way, then you'll be able to let not let their behavior go. I'm not saying let them act however they want to in your classroom and just let them, you know, run wild like a barn. But what I mean is, and I said barn, by the way, what I mean is that realizing that the behavior, there's excitement, they know what's coming up, they realize what's right around the corner, they know Santa's coming to town. So just, like I said, just letting some of that go, that Usually you like them to sit still, you want them to pay attention, you want them to work in small groups. There may not be a whole lot of that going on in December because they just they just can't. Uh, on top of that, I want you to remember that there's a lot of sugar being eaten right now too by these kids. There's a lot of Christmas parties, there's a lot of sugar at home. It seems like everywhere they go to church, school, home, there's parties going on in the community, events, whatever. They've been eating a lot of sugar, and so that probably is affecting them too. They see Christmas lights all around them. They realize what's going on, so just be a little more graceful with your kiddos. Number four, I want to talk about 
realize also your students are realizing the break is right around the corner, but I want you to realize that too. And I want you to know that your break is coming and I want you to take full advantage of that time off. If at all possible during your winter break, try not to think about anything school related at all. Take a real break. That's so hard for teachers to do because you are constantly thinking of, all the things that need to happen. What needs to happen during the, you know, the break to get ready for January? How can I get ready to go back to school? Oh, this lesson plan didn't go well. I need to get all this plans figured out. I want to think of a new assessment for my classroom. I want to think of a new seating chart. No, stop it. You take those full weeks off and then maybe like, you know, right after the new year, then you can start preparing back to school. But for those two weeks off or whatever your your school does, I want you to take an actual break. Enjoy family time and friend time and alone time, which is so hard to find, right? But it's important. You've been feeding into your students. You've been feeding into your colleagues. You've been feeding into the parents and your principal and everybody has expectations of you. So I want you to just really take care of yourself because it's easy to go, go, go and not to stop, right? which is my point number five, is to not forget about self-care. I know you guys are probably sick of hearing me say that, but it's just so true. Now, I get asked all the time, what does that mean? What does it look like for you? What do you, what do you like to do for self-care? Well, I mean, I've told you guys before what I like to do for fun. I like to go out to coffee. I like to go out to dinner with my friends. I like to lay in bed and watch Netflix at night. I'm not going to lie about that. But I don't like to tell you what to do with your self-care and with your time off because It looks different for everyone. There's extroverts, there's introverts, there's people that are a combo platter of both. Um, Self-care might be alone time for you. It might look like friend time. It might look like you like to just have a ton of people over all the time or go out with a lot of friends. It doesn't matter what it looks like as long as you are remembering that it's important. Okay, but you're probably saying right now, well, how am I supposed to do that in the middle of this crazy time of year? Fit it in. It is possible to fit it in. We talked about that calendar earlier, looking at all of the tasks that need to get done when it comes to school and home and holiday preparations that need to happen. So when you're looking at that calendar, think, okay, what's one night this week? I can go to coffee with a friend. Look at it. Figure it out. Make it work. I do mean that because for me personally, I, like I've said before, which I've had a lot of people email me and say, that's not true. You're not an introvert. I actually am. (laughs) Just because you see me, you know, in my business, maybe you follow me on social media or you're listening to this podcast, I am outgoing. There's a, you know, you can be outgoing and introverted, but the way I like to unwind, I like to just be alone. I like to just, you know, when the kids are in bed, my husband and I like to watch movies together. I like to watch movies by myself alone. I like to watch shows. I like to read books, which I haven't done a lot of lately because it's been busy. But I also, on the flip side of that, I do make time for friends. I'm better about that than I used to be because I think it's important. I think it's important to surround yourself with people who will uplift you that you can laugh with and spend time with. And so it's important to me. Put it on the calendar. I make it work. And it is so hard sometimes because I'm like, sometimes if I have the choice of I can just be home and be an introvert and get in my sweatpants and do absolutely nothing versus, okay, I can get actual jeans on and makeup on and go out with my friends, sometimes it is a choice. And sometimes making the choice to actually go surround yourself with people who will 
help you to take a deep breath this time of year and to help you beat the overwhelm is so important. I think community is really important and we forget about that sometimes. But maybe self-care right now is you're thinking, I have so many presents to wrap. I have to get through these holiday programs at school. So maybe self-care might look like just taking a walk. Maybe it is just taking a simple walk around your block. Maybe it's not even like a fast-paced walk. Maybe it's wrapping those Christmas presents while you listen to music. Maybe it is making a point to just go drive around and look at Christmas lights. Something simple. It doesn't need to look... Self-care doesn't always need to look like going get a massage every week. But oh my gosh, wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) But it's just remembering that it's not all about work, but it's also about play and taking time to actually enjoy this season and not just be ready to get through it. You know, not just saying, I want to just get to the other side so I can get through winter, get to winter break, but having joy in this season and remembering that this time of year really does only come around once a year. So even though it's the most overwhelming time of the year, it can also be the most wonderful time of the year too. Number six, I want you to remember the reason for this season. If you feel like joy has been sucked right out of you, I want you to remember what the holiday season is really all about. Christmas to me is about Jesus. It is about remembering that this time of year is about him and about his birth. But maybe for you, it's about spending time with family. Maybe it is about going see Christmas lights. Maybe it is just enjoying time with your kids, your actual children, not your students outside of school. Maybe it is going to see grandparents that you haven't seen in a while who are getting older. Maybe it is serving in your community. This time of year, remembering what the season is all about will help you to remember to have joy, to not be stressed out, and remembering that, like I said, it comes around once a year, and you don't want it to go past without you having made memories. So that's so important. So if you feel like you're just not in the Christmas spirit, or you maybe have a little bit of the holiday blues, which I've actually had, but I'm getting better. It's just hard. This time of year is just so hard, you guys. And it's easy to have the joy just sucked right out of you, like I said earlier. But I want you to acknowledge that your feelings are real. If you're feeling like you're just not quite in the spirit yet, and you're not quite ready to experience Christmas because you're still overwhelmed at school... I want you to acknowledge where are the feelings coming from? Is the stress this time of year from your students? Are you letting them get to you a little bit more than they should? Are you letting some things that colleagues have said to you not roll off your shoulders? Are your own kids driving you bonkers right now because they're just, (laughs) they're acting crazy? Whatever it is, think about what's causing stress this time of year and maybe it is the never ending to-do list and the gifts you need to buy and the performances. Like I said, remember these feelings are normal and they're real and it's definitely a reason to feel stressed out. I'm not telling you that it's going to be perfect and that you're not going to feel feelings of stress as you're getting through it all. It's going to be a little bit stressful. But like I said, remember, this is a season. It's not just the season of Christmas. It's not just the season of winter. I mean that this is a season. It's a short season of time is what I'm trying to say. It's a season of busyness, but like I said, it can also be joyful too if you let it. So after you do enjoy your winter break, I would love for you to join me for a free music teacher challenge. It's called the Reflect and Renew Challenge, and it's on January 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So it is right after winter break, right after Christmas, right after the new year, and it's just a free three-day quick challenge where we'll be talking about how to reflect 
on the beginning of the school year, things that went right, maybe could have gone a little better, and then how to improve your mindset moving forward the rest of the school year. So if you can't make it to the challenge live because of the time of year it's at, still sign up for the challenge at subscribepage.com forward slash reflect and renew because you'll still be getting the challenge emails that will be full of motivation and support as well as the video replays. But I hope you guys are having an amazing school year, having an amazing time of the year right now. And remember to keep your joy. Have an amazing day, friends, and I'll catch you soon. Thank you so much for listening in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I would love for you to review the show and leave a rating on iTunes. To find out more about how I can help you gain momentum in your elementary music teaching career, head to thedomesticmusician.com where you'll find free downloads, courses, the blog, and so much more. Continue teaching music and never doubt the impact you're making each and every day in the lives of your students.